Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest and the last to get married, Gravy. <laughs> I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and I'm the reason why Sporty Spice is the only one without a fella. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I, I thought I was gonna I was like trying to do something, but then I remembered that like the whole there was nothing in the movie that was saying she couldn't get married until her sister did. It was just that she wasn't getting <laughs> married. So I guess also she was sorry, listeners. Maybe Mine in was high super. School. I think she was eighteen. She like just had finished high school. I looked. I, yeah, up, I have a lot of questions about the age gap between many different yeah, characters. Yeah, I looked. We'll get I did into look it. up like we'll British exam protocols and like university application stuff to like clarify. It's still not like the best, but it's anyway. Continue. <laughs> Anyways, um, what we do here each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner. This week, uh, Allegra is defending the movie. It was a movie, I think, put in by Holland. Yeah. It is 2002's Bend It Like Beckham. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. So this yeah. movie yeah. was pretty regular in the household. We definitely had it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw it in theaters. We did? We d- I do know because I know this movie came out. It came out in 2002 in England, but it came out like a little bit later in the U.S. Like I know it had a delayed. Well, let me tell yeah. you, it came out uh, March 12th 2003 but it came out in april of 2002 in the uk yeah and i remember mom had like been hearing about this movie and so when it hit theaters in the u.s she was like already pumped for it and i maybe i don't i'm assuming you were there gray but i know at least allegra she took allegra and i'm sure i was i know she took us to see it i wasn't left at home in theaters i think this is when we were living in arden and I know she took us to see it in theaters because she was like, I've heard about this. It's got to be great. And it changed Holland's um, life forever. <laughs> yeah, well, to... Uh, That's a bold I mean, statement. <laughs> I guess we're, we're jumping around too much. So it came out in March 12, 2003. So Holland was 11, um, which sounds about right. That was like a very pivotal moment for Holland. Um, she was already kind of a soccer gal. She oh, became yeah. a super soccer gal. By middle school, this probably aided in that. Uh, Allegra was eight, and I was six. 
Um, giving a quick summary. A kaleidoscope of color and culture mm. clash humorously as an Indian family in London tries to raise their soccer-playing daughter in a traditional way. Unlike Tarty elder sister Pinky, who is preparing for an Indian wedding and a lifetime of cooking the perfect chapati, <laughs> Jess's dream is to play soccer professionally like her hero, David Beckham. Wholeheartedly against Jess's unorthodox ambition, her parents eventually reveal that their reservations have more to do with protecting her than holding her back. When Jess is forced to make a choice between tradition and her beloved sport, her family must decide whether to let her chase her dream and a soccer ball. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so this was actually written somewhat professionally. Yeah. Not just coherently, but like this was probably on the back of the DVD. Maybe. I'm assume. <laughs> that does sound kind of um, back of the DVD. I also, I wouldn't call Pinky Tarty, but whatever. <laughs> Which one is Pinky yeah, again? Her sister. Um, I do, before we get too far down the list, I do want to take a moment and discuss a little bit about Holland's relationship specifically with this movie, with soccer, and David Beckham. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, yeah, lots of lots of touch points. Um, yes, I was a soccer girl. I played soccer starting at the age of four and played very regularly up until and then competitively for a time as well uh, until I graduated high school. Um, and then like intermittently since I sometimes play like recreationally. Um, my very first email address, my first AOL screen name that I established <laughs> in sixth grade or sixth grade, second grade in the year 2000 was just simply Soccer Holland. Degrassi podcast listeners will know that. <laughs> it's been mentioned before. Um, so yeah, when this movie came out, I was like, soccer movie about girls? All about it. I would say... Both this movie and She's the Man are probably two of the best soccer, female soccer movies out there. And this. Oh, yeah. And both are like repeated watches for me. What about switching goals? Boring. <laughs> yeah, if anyone else knows other female led soccer movies, I would media, love to know. Let us know. I watched yeah. that Gracie um, movie. I thought it was boring too. Um, anyway. Well, so I have a question for you, real quick. Yeah. Um, so you also have always had a very strong connection to the number seven. Is that because of David Beckham and or this movie? I feel like it must be because of this movie slash David Beckham. Because your email was Soccer Holland 7. No, it was just Soccer Holland. But now seven is in like my email address currently. Seven was everywhere for you. Yeah, seven was like, I think it yes. had to have been because of this movie slash David Beckham, even though I never was so also, the number seven, because it's a very popular jersey number. No way. <laughs> but well, also, yeah. is it is this movie the reason that you started getting like started being a fan? Quote air quotes because we never like regularly watch soccer, but air quotes fan of David Beckham. Also was it because of this. Also movie? probably, I think it was like both this movie slash just like mom in general and also slash the Spice Girls. <laughs> like it all was probably like wrapped oh, up yeah. in oh, the yeah. reason that to why I was like, to track yes, your David yeah, Beckham. Beautiful um, soccer man. Yes, I'm on board. <laughs> and didn't you meet 
David Becker? I did. So when I was 15 years old, mom signed me up for his soccer camp in L.A., which he has in a couple different locations, but I went to the one in L.A., David Beckham Academy. It was like a week-long like soccer camp in the summer. It was at the L.A. Galaxy stadium like we played on like all the practice fields but we like we got we got dressed like in their locker rooms we had like official uniforms that we wore every day that like we were decked out with like david beckham academy kit i got new soccer cleats from this and you and they would wash your clothes every single day so you would just like you would change and leave your clothes there and they would be waiting for you clean the next day. It was very fancy. That's so bad. It was so cool. Sh- that's so cool. I still wear those shorts every oh, day. Oh, you have those shorts? They're in my apartment. I think I still have one the, the I have like a pullover sweatshirt from it. We framed the, your jersey. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm getting to that oh, because so mom was very crafty and signed me up for the week that David so it was it coincided with the same summer that like when David Beckham just joined the galaxy and mom signed me up for that camp like the week he was starting like officially and lo and behold at one day one day during the camp he came to the field with like a camera because he was doing press because he was just starting on the team and it was like by the way my academy blah 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 so he did like something with the cameras and he like met all of us and he signed my jersey and so then I didn't wash my jersey for the rest of that week I took it home and just febrezed it because I was like I can't ruin the integrity of the signature on my jersey and then when I was done Nina our grandma had it framed for me so that must be a dad's house Your somewhere. unwashed jersey. <laughs> yep, with did David you, Beckham's signature on Did you say that there were God, girls that's, from... It's so funny. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just going to say, it's just really funny the difference between, like, that one, like, soccer camp you went to and, like, every single, like, summer lacrosse camp <laughs> slash, like, summer competitive league, like, travel league that I would do, where it was, like... Even at, like, the most, you know, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, prestigious camp I went to was a sleepaway camp at the Naval Academy in Annapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were already in Maryland, and we, it was, like, the following week we were going to be with our grandparents. Um, it was still, like, bare bones and janky. So to hear that you had, like, like you were in a locker room. Fresh cleaned, like the whole professional experience makes me very jealous. Yeah, it was so cool. It was a co-ed camp too. So like I met a lot of people my age and I like befriended a lot of them on MySpace after because this was 2007, I believe. <laughs> and yeah, it was really fun. And we and we all got to meet David Beckham. So we were all just like, this was the best thing ever. Like everyone was just fucking amped <laughs> after it happened. It was so cool. <laughs> that was the summer that you went to David Beckham camp. Gray and Matt went to surf camp. Amanda went to sailing camp. And I hung out with mom. <laughs> I, I loved it. I just You're had- like, I'm not going to a camp. Oh my- <laughs> I was at camp mom. Dude, I forgot about that surf camp. <laughs> I got to just really sit fun. in 405 traffic, fish things out of mom's giant purse, and then go to the library and buy, get comic books every day. <laughs> so. Anyway, yes, I was Anyways, a soccer this movie, girl. I was long a story Beckham short. girl. This movie was very important to me and still is, and I love it. And 
I am not going to have an objective view of this movie. Thank so. God. <laughs> Only benefits me. Shall we get into rewatch next? <laughs> yeah, let's get right in. Did we miss anything? Uh, we saw it in the theaters. Movie. We don't know if our parents have Oh, wait. Mom texted delayed. me. If, Mom if texted up- me. Oh, okay, perfect. So the first thing she texted me was just JRM with a heart. Jonathan Reese Myers. <laughs> and then she said, I remember you being absolutely obsessed. You were in your extreme soccer phase. <laughs> and, oh, wait, she just sent me a voice memo in this moment. Here, let me play it. I loved Bend It Like Beckham so much. And you were, like, wore soccer clothes, talked about soccer, were obsessed with David Beckham, and um, went to your David Beckham camp. And I feel like I, I associate that movie with your um, extreme Holland, I'm speaking of, extreme soccer face. Um, and don't even get me started about Jonathan Reese Myers. <sighs> yes. Anyway, it was amazing. Love that movie. I love the Indian food. Was it Indian or was she Pakistani? I love the chapati fa- uh, scene. Anyway, great movie. Thank you, Mother. I also like how she calls it my soccer phase when it was like, that was like my thing. It wasn't like, it wasn't a phase, Ma. Like, it was <laughs> like my childhood. It was like my childhood. <laughs> but whatever, it's fine. I guess it's a phase because it's not like totally a thing anymore. But like, I still no, 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 like no. soccer. Mom, she said your extreme soccer phase. Like, I guess were... when I was in the thick of it. Yeah. The early throes of passion. Although I will say, I feel like my extreme, when I was in the thick of it was when I was in high school because that's when I was actually like, on a travel team and like playing select and shit like that. But God, when I had to get dragged whatever. to one of your games that were like, it was like two or three like hours bump, away. Like in like Benicia or oh, some shit. Like one time I had a tournament that weekend close to you. So it worked out. That oh like, yeah. It's like a Halloween tournament. Yeah. You were like, you were at like the field across from mine or something. Yeah, Cause I was in rec. You were in competitive. I got third place that year. You were the goalie. Yeah. You I won your consolation game. I, oh. Oh, the PKs. I was I there we with Granddad. We were watching <laughs> I remember you. watching. I guess. You won, so the, you won them the, the game by blocking one of the PKs. I remember the yeah. anxiety so I Allegra was feeling also played soccer. on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. It was a very that. proud moment for me. It was me. really cool. I, was, I still think about how We both won trophies that weekend, too, because I think we won first. Yeah, I was, I was so proud of my little bronze medal, and then we'd go over to your tournament, and it's like, yeah, they're playing for first. I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> well, it was <laughs> different tournaments, different circumstances, whatever. Yeah. I I think your win was cooler than our win. I think our win was boring. I still think <laughs> about how fucking, like, I can think back to that tournament, and I feel my stomach in knots just being like, don't fuck it up. <laughs> Catch these fucking balls that was maybe one of my proudest soccer moments the other is when i prevented us from absolutely being devastated in a indoor soccer tournament oh scott indoor games are different we were so bad at indoor soccer (laughs) but i stopped um a a a pk kind of with my face (laughs) i blacked out but i still (laughs) caught the ball Hey, whatever, whatever works. It hit me in the face. I remember just being like, oh, I'm going down. But my body just like with instinct still hugged the ball to my chest. 
And all my team was like, (laughs) Kelly's dad, my coach. Oh, Kelly, who was on the Mean Girls episode. (laughs) He was like, I saw that you like went down not on purpose, so I'm glad you're okay. Woo! Oh, shout out Scott. He was a very nice coach. Um, All right. Pre-watch notes. I know. We got to get into the movie. (laughs) Pre-watch notes. Holland, you you should Should I go first? Okay. Um, love this movie. I was a soccer girl, so this was entirely my shit. Uh, Jess, and in- Jess is an Indian girl who just wants to play soccer, but her parents won't let her, so she does it in secret. Kira Knightley recruits her after she sees her own some dudes at a pickup game in the park. Kira has a crush on Joe, the haughty Irish coach, but Joe and Jess have vibes. Her sister is also getting married, and it's a whole thing. Everything works out in the end, and Jess and Kira get soccer scholarships in America. Should I go next? Yeah, you should go next. Okay. I don't remember anything. (laughs) Indian girl starts doing soccer with Kira Knightley. They're not gay, but there are gay vibes. (laughs) She falls in love with a man? Kira Knightley goes shopping with her mom and only wants to buy sports bras. (laughs) Holland loved this movie. I genuinely don't think I've seen it all the way through. Oh, wow. I mean, well, I you have. We see, I've seen it definitely. Like, as the movie went on, there were certain moments where I was like, ah. Oh, yes. Recognition. But I think I the only time I've seen it all the way through since before this watch was when we saw it in theaters. Wow. When you were eight. You watched <laughs> it all the time, but you were always like, fuck off. Get out. Uh a, a common occurrence in our childhood. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Allegra, right. you saying that just reminded me of a very common and vivid reoccurring memory of walking into Holland's room. Door was closed, naturally. Walking in, not knowing what she was doing. And she is in her room. It's in the middle of the day, but it's pitch black in there because the blinds are drawn. This is yep. at dad's house. Blinds are drawn. Yep. She's on her trundle bed, um, bundled up in her Lion King blanket with a bag of yep. salt and vinegar lays. Oh, wow. This is getting very specific. Watching, watching a movie. No, not inaccurate at all. Watching a movie. And as I open the door, your face doesn't move, but your eyes just slowly look over <laughs> at me with a furrowed brow <laughs> while you just like are eating your chip. And I'm like... Hey, do you want to go play like hide and seek freeze tag right now? And you're like, go away. As you hear <laughs> like time to recharge. <laughs> as you as you know, you just hear like fucking bend it like Beckham or the likes in the background. So yeah, but anyways, another as another but separate vivid holiday memory <laughs> is like you'd you'd go like maybe the door would even be open but your knees were still in the air because you had fallen asleep reading oh the amount of times i would catch you just asleep passed out knees solidly in the air i'm like no holland's been reading <laughs> <laughs> i was really cool in high school guys <laughs> Or just in childhood in general. You were an avid reader. I was an avid reader and an avid movie watcher and an avid alone time haver. Yes. It was healing. Avid scrapbooker. um, Collager. Collager. Ah, Magazine designer. Um, Lots of collages. uh, Slideshow to music creator. Anyways, I'm going to get into my pre-watch notes. Um, CD mixer. (laughs) 
So I, yes, Gray, please. I remember Holland, Holland loving this movie so much. Uh, an Indian girl joins a soccer team secretly because her parents want her to get married? Question mark. And becomes best friends with Kira Knightley. They both want to fuck the coach? Question mark. <laughs> At one point, her parents think she's a lesbian? Question mark. I didn't remember a lot of this movie, but I guess I kind I got the parts <laughs> I remember were true. Yeah, although it wasn't Jess's parents who thought she was a lesbian. Yeah. It was uh, Karen Knight. Well, there was that one moment. Remember when, like, they thought the neighbors? Well, thought... they didn't think, but again, they didn't think she was. They thought she was making out with a guy. Oh, true, 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 true. <laughs> but it was a girl. But and she wasn't making out with her. She's not Lebanese. She's Indian. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, should we, we watch notes? You mean scores? scores? Yeah, let's do the All scores. Right. Um, Holland, you should start us off. Nostalgia. Okay, nostalgia is a ten. I have my. It's a ten. I have mine at a six. Oh, that's higher than I was expecting. Me too. Uh, sit through is a ten. <laughs> my sit through is a six. Okay. okay. Lower than I. Appropriate for children. I have a seven. I also have a seven. Okay. okay. Hold up. I also have a seven. I have a five. Okay. Can I follow? I have a nine. I also have a nine. All right. All right. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. <laughs> so full disclosure, been a while since we watched this. Yeah, it has. It's still. I'll, uh, yeah, it's been a while, but like I remember most of it. Anyway. Um, I've had two shots of tequila. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I didn't take a ton of notes. Uh, I'm going to do my best. We also, Allegra and I also watched this like a week ago. Yeah. So it's we're just going to be recalling a lot of memories. <laughs> Some memories, any memories. Yeah. Um. So I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I feel like I Gray should start because he's got, he probably, he's coming in it, he's coming into it probably with the freshest set of eyes, I would assume. Okay. Um, so. I did... Like, just want to say, I feel like this is this movie. I also want to preface, I was pretty stoned when I watched it. Um, like, oh, more God. high than I wanted to be, it turns out. Um, but, anyways, no. so let me let's make sure that this makes sense before I say it out loud. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I feel like this movie is like the perfect recipe for the pod because it's like the quintessential, like, Oh, I feel like I remember this movie being good because we liked it a lot and because we know there's a good actor in it, but then there's nothing else to base it on, whether or not it's a good movie. At least that's my <laughs> memory because it's been so long since I've seen it. But like looking back on the movie before I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, like I feel like it was a good movie. Like we really liked it. But the only thing I could think of is like, because we liked it a lot as kids, because we know an actor in it. And that was like, oh, yeah, so that means it must be good. But then there was nothing else to base it off of. And, you know, there that was that. Um, how 2004 was David Beckham? Just like he was so 2004, I feel like. He was like... Well, it's 2002. <laughs> oh, I think I was a typo then. 2002. But, like, he was so but 2002. Yes. Like, but, yes. Like, he was, he like, one was of the celebrities, you know? Like, the. Cultural phenomenon. He was, like, the sports celebrity. Yeah. You know? 
I just loved how um, Jess is, it was Jess, right? The main character. Her dad was always just like, why are you so obsessed with this bald man? Yeah. <laughs> I also did like, I love that her fantasies, like her daydreams about David Beckham are about her like playing soccer with him and not anything spicier than oh, that. Oh yeah, no, like, she had it's no so cute. room for <laughs> romantic feelings for him. Cause she's like, cause he's just a great player on the pitch. He would just be a great teammate. And he's got posh. Like, I wouldn't come between them. <laughs> their, their love is real and pure. <laughs> um, Listen, she was all about business. She really was. Okay. I just, I need to come out right off the bat. What was the age Grace difference between oh the God. coach and the girls? Because okay. I did not remember so, that they were in high school in this movie. It wasn't totally clear they had graduated from high school it was the summer after high school which is why they were talking about like university and shit yeah still not great but i also so i the way that i make it make slightly more sense in my brain to where it's not the absolute worst situation is that like he I was fully under the impression that he was not that much older than that. I don't think he is. I thought he was only like a year or two. I feel like he is a couple years older than them. But and because like when you're starting to go into the like the I want to be a professional football player track, you start really young yeah. in the UK. And I think like he even could have been doing all of this stuff as like an under 18 like 16 yeah. like 17 year old so i think like it's it is possible that all of that stuff that happened with his i mean the fact that he was so under his dad's thumb was part of the narrative led me to believe that all of that was happening when he was like definitely a teen and it had been a few years since like his injury when all of that was happening so i'm assuming he's like only like a few years older than them but he's just kind of lived more of a life because he was in sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was that's just... My, that's kind of how I... It's still not great that he's their coach. There still is, like, kind of a power yeah, about I did not like it. There, I did not like it. But it's... Yeah, it's noted in the movie, and it's also, like... But it's also, like, a an adult woman's soccer league, technically. I know they're, like, 18, but they are adults, and it's it's post high school. It's a summer league after high school. He's probably like 20, 21. It's not amazing, Can I tell you but what? I think it could be worse. So my, <laughs> I don't know if it was just a lot of just weird my brain, high brain stuff, but I was under the impression that when this injury happened, he was like sort of the same age that they are now. Yeah. That he was also like, oh, I'm trying to make it big. I'm trying to get into a good university soccer league, blah, blah, blah. And it ruined him. And so now it's just been, like, a couple of years yeah. since then. Because, like, the, the scars are still relatively fresh. He He's still... He talks about it like it's been very, very recent. Yeah. It feels like he is one or two years well, you old. You know yeah, what, Yeah, he doesn't seem that much older I than I still them. didn't like it. I didn't like him. <laughs> it, I couldn't get past... You didn't like him? I couldn't get past it. I couldn't get past it. I did not like his vibe. The, the character's vibe. Really? The whole movie. Wow. I wasn't mad at the vibe. I didn't think he looked attractive. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I don't, think he looked I don't get like that, that he a is, foot. Yeah. <laughs> he is not attractive in my mind at all. But I get 
I thought it was cute. I thought he and Jess were cute. I didn't think he was creepy. No. I I thought that they, like, legitimately, like, bonded and, like... It seemed like he was trying not to have a crush on her because yeah. he knew it was bad, but like they couldn't help it. To me, and... I did not, I did not notice one time of him like actually showing restraint. Ah, uh, disagree. I, I disagree guess. with that. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. Know. I, don't I to feel me, it like... seemed like it was like every chance he got, he took it to like spend time yeah. with her, get to know her more, like do all that shit where I'm like, I feel like you're not, I feel like he crossed a line as like the coach more times. I think it felt like it started as like real genuine encouragement. And like he understood that like she had never played in like an organ, an officially organized like football league before. So he was also kind of like, okay, I, I'll let me help you understand how this works kind of a thing too. Um, like I did not find this dude. I didn't find him creepy, and I did not get creepy vibes. Yeah, I didn't either. So then, so then, him caressing her foot was totally not creepy. Him like that that, foot scene. I was just grossed out that there were feet. (laughs) It sucked. I just didn't look at the fucking screen. The whole like, I was was like, is this supposed to be building intimacy? Because to me, it's really creepy and weird and gross. Where he's just like, he's not even like massage. He's just like caressing her foot there was nothing you would do I think that, that is maybe more bad acting that, and was, not knowing how to like do pt no, rather than that man him, has like, not caressing done her any, foot. That, done, that man has not done any medical training all right i'm just gonna say it now <laughs> um i'm just saying in terms of like a romantic trope and film and narrative I felt like this was doing everything right. Yeah. This was Bridgerton season one. This was not Bridgerton season two. Ugh, fuck Bridgerton season two. Listen, Holland and I are going to have a whole <laughs> side podcast about how much we hated Bridgerton season two. I So I, I, will, I will agree with you that the age gap is iffy and the coach player dynamic is also iffy. This is why, like, my hold up score comes down a little. Like, one of the reasons it comes down a little but I didn't think it was, like, problematic. I didn't think it was, like, so problematic that you couldn't root for them, I personally. Also, I also want to say, I do think that J.R.M. <laughs> was attractive in the Tudors and maybe even in the Mortal Instruments movie. I think in this movie, his hair was bad, his the popped collar and the unbuttoned, <laughs> like, it just oh, made his God. whole face, like, made his When he, like, comes over and, like, white neck. button down, I'm like, what the are you doing? The one collared dude? shirt he wears to see his the parents. His face is too triangular, and his pale, pale chin falls away and disappears into his neck, and because the white shirt is the same color of his skin, he just looks like a, and he's got, like, red hair, he looks like a pizza. Yeah, to me, I, he reminded me hard disagree. His face reminds me of the Microsoft Word paperclip, but with like with Kardashian lips. <laughs> okay, I I mean I maybe I have nostalgia goggles, but I think he looks beautiful in this movie. And I also and I have actually been rewatching the Tudor, so I've been consuming a lot of JRM content recently. Oh, a young Henry Cavill. And I find him more attractive in this movie than so far in the Tudors. Maybe it's because he's playing Henry VIII, who is an insufferable like Asshole. human. But that accent, 
I thought he was hot, so whatever. Maybe I'm, I'm also, on my own it's, here. It's full nostalgia goggles. It's, <laughs> he, everyone in this movie looks so goddamn 2002, it's hard to take it seriously. I'm sure it's also just like yeah. baby Holland is coming through being like, we love him. He's so beautiful. He's so hot. But um, I don't know. I still think he's I, cute. I want to stay on this lane and... Kira Dude, Knightley's hair looks his... like a diaper. No, no, no. Hold on. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to stray off too, too, too much. Okay. Sorry. Before I get to this, when they are on the, I think it was in Germany, their travel mm-hmm. game, and they mm-hmm. go out afterwards to the club, to the warehouse club, and they hit the dance floor. Oh man. The coaches dancing was so abysmal. I'm like, okay, it must be the knee injury. It must be because that man's fucking gyrations were so appalling and so upsetting. Awkward. It was not he's good. He's just like, he's like smacking his head around like a chicken. And oh God. And like, it was, no one was on beat. Obviously the music was put in afterwards, but no one was dancing to the same rhythm. It was it the was... second Mel C song of the movie. Shout out Sporty Spice representation. <laughs> uh, can we talk? Okay, listen, ladies. <laughs> Let's be real. We've all been there where if you're like dancing with a guy you think is cute and you're like, oh, he's so bad at dancing. <laughs> oh, is this, is this killing it? It's like, is that why she really- walked out? You really don't want it to ruin everything. Well, no, the thing... That's the, the real thing, reason she walked out. No, the thing is, though, Kira Knightley was blinded by her crush and I and was into it, and that did not put her off. But Jonathan Reese Myers was so not into her that he immediately saw Jess and was like, come dance with us. Let's make this a group thing yep. so I don't have to dance with Kira Knightley by myself. And then he followed Jules out, and then everything happened. But it was like, oof, that's rough, Kira. You've been, I mean, I don't like using the term friend-zoned, but, like, you, I don't, he sees you as a little sister, and that, you can't come back from that. I'm so sorry, girl. I (laughs) did not remember that Kira Knightley is like, fuck you, you knew I liked it. Like, I didn't know the the drama, the conflict was going to be about a boy, and I was pretty upset about it. Oh, I, I mean, mean, I remember I that. I hate to see female friendships destroyed by lukewarm men. It's just like, <laughs> God damn it, Jules. He's not into you. Yeah. And also... You don't it, own him. In my head canon, I also feel like maybe he lived in the same... Like, maybe she had known him, like, growing up a little bit. I mean, who knows when they came over from Ireland. But it seemed like they had an established relationship. Like, maybe their families were friends or something. Maybe not, because the mom didn't really know who. maybe they through soccer circles. Yeah, it just seemed like they had known each other for a while. And she probably always had been a little starry-eyed after him. And he was always kind of like, uh, you're younger than me. Like, mm, sorry, girl. Like, mm, we're just friends. And, like, that was just mm, their dynamic gross. going forward. Mop like, it up. Sorry. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, Greg, um, so how do you feel about Kira Knightley's hair? <laughs> I was very indifferent about it. I think it was just like, I'm like, it was 2002. I didn't think anything negative about it, but... I mean, if anything... Catch me outside. How about that? The hair should have been the thing that started 
the mom questioning her daughter's sexuality. Am I right? (laughs) I feel like Keira Knightley was very queer coded in this movie. This mom, but this mom was so entertaining for the movie. (laughs) But okay, when when she when Jess first comes over and they're hanging out and her mom comes in, did she kind of remind you of mom? No. <laughs> oh, it was more, it wasn't obvious. Okay. I want to make this clear, mom. <laughs> it was not the whole, like asking pretty insensitive questions yeah, about her culture. <laughs> it, it wasn't that part. It was more of the like, mom, stop. She's like, what? I'm not doing anything. And you're like, you know exactly what you're doing. I mean, I it feel was like that this is like a mom, mom thing to do in general. You well, know? Then, yeah, maybe that's what it was. But then when she was like <laughs> sobbing because she thought her daughter was gay, I was like, oh, okay, maybe she doesn't remind me of mom. Never mind. <laughs> Can we talk about how Jules's dad is the, the best? best though? A king. He is a king. The most patient man in the world to be married to that woman. And also immediately accepting of his daughter when it's like possible that she is a lesbian and but like, like still supportive of his wife even though his wife is being completely over exactly the and he's and he's just like completely supportive of Kira Knightley and her love of soccer obviously it's what they bond over this is their thing and he's like why are you so wrapped up in this like she likes doing this and it's like okay they're there honey but like this movie has great dad representation get over it yeah. Both Jess and Jules is his dad's. Fantastic. Truly. Um, yeah, maybe the writer had some qualms with her mom. Possibly. <laughs> it was it was over the top mom, but like the characterization of both moms. I mean like both moms, the, yeah. You could feel the relatability of the essences of the moms though. Mm-hmm. It's like these moms were over the top, but it's like they're condensed for the movie format. So like the vibe of like why can't you be the way I want you to be? It's like, th- like that's what they were going for. And they were trying to do it in like the short, shortest and quickest way possible. And I felt like they did it well and really funny. Mm-hmm. What was another thing I wanted to say? Oh, dude. so there was, as far as me trying to keep track, I only kept track of one real montage. Oh, there's um, so many montages. And it the one that I kept track of was the soccer cleat montage and that might be a contender as uh with one of the Mary Kate and Ashley movies as the most boring montage I've ever watched in my entire <laughs> fucking they, life. What do you mean the shopping montage for the soccer cleats? Is that what you're talking yes. about? <laughs> yes. Guys, I'm pretty sure It was so movie... boring and that's all that happened was just one scene and I'm like why did this have to be a montage? Why did this, this like uh whatever. This movie might I know have that's more such a montages. Petty thing, but... This movie might have more montages than a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. That's the a bold of statement. This movie was just so <laughs> off. Like every scene, like couldn't be longer than a minute and a half long. It just and I'm like, how is this movie two hours long when every single scene is so short and like quick and just it's like okay, the next one, the next like one. Two or three minutes of talking, four minute montage. <laughs> two or three minutes of talking four minute montage well it, to be fair it is a sports movie so a lot of the montages were just of them playing sports and that's yeah. gonna happen in any sports movie it's true and i liked those montages because yeah. i like sports yeah um, guys Holly, I also... how badly 
did you, like did this movie just inspire or at least just further perpetuate the daydream of like just like running in on a whim into a pickup game of soccer and just kicking some dude's asses. I was literally just about to bring up this exact topic. I fucking love the scenes when she's just fucking doing fancy footwork around these clowns in the park. And yeah, it is like the one of the most satisfying things to watch. Like sometimes when I'm like running, I will visualize like playing really good soccer. I don't know. Do you do that when you're exercising? You no. just think about sports. This movie also yes. just reinforced. Yes. This movie also just reinforced like at, in my core, I'm kind of a jock. I feel like this might be a big part of where my competitive nature comes from because I'm like, sports! <laughs> like, watching soccer, I just get super amped. Even though it's like fake soccer on a movie, I'm just like, yes! And then I get, yeah, I get very into it. Dude, total <laughs> sidebar. This is how I'm a Gryffindor. This is where my Gryffindor pops out. <laughs> Recently in therapy, my therapist was like, do you really need to be competitive? And I'm like, I can't go down that far. <laughs> Where, like, it was how it was raised. It's in, like, no. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, all of the soccer was great to watch. Yeah, I've just, I fucking love sports movies. I love sports documentaries. I love sports. Like, it's just, that's, I, I don't even think I was raised like that. I just, it was just natural. And I, I'm obviously very competitive as you guys know more than anyone else. Um, I mean, we were all put into sports as children to like, like find which one stuck. We don't stuck. care who knows it. So <laughs> we were a little <laughs> bit it. raised on sports. <laughs> oh yeah. But I'm just saying like, I don't, I think for me it was very much like nature over nurture when gotcha. it comes to my competitive nature and my love of sports. Um, I think it has to and do I will with say, my undiagnosed ADHD as well. Um, <laughs> and I, but I also will say, though, even, like, Gray, you and Dad had lacrosse as, like, a touchstone bonding sport thing. But Dad and I had soccer. Because Dad played soccer growing up in addition to lacrosse. So I also, like, greatly associate anything, like, soccer with dad as well. Also, something uh, that just popped into my mind, Allegra probably doesn't remember this, but we also attended the 1999 Women's World Cup final. <laughs> nope. The, the <laughs> game when freaking they beat China and Brandy's Chastain whipped off her jersey and showed her sports bra. We were at that game. I saw Mia Hamm I live. I did not know that. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was seven, but I remember it greatly because I think Uncle Chris had tickets and, like, we went with him. Okay, this Uncle Chris jogged some <laughs> memory. But also, shout out to Kelsey, who gave me a cameo of Mia Hamm for my birthday this year. Oh, my God! <laughs> also, oh my God, shout out so to Kira Knightley having Mia Hamm posters all over her wall. I thought that was adorable. Well, yeah, so Jess wore number seven and... Keira Knightley, Jules, wore number six, which was Mia Hamm's number. There you go. There you go. Listen, uh, soccer will always have a very special place in my heart because of all the many years that I, I played it and enjoyed it. But I didn't love soccer the way you love soccer. <laughs> let's be real. All day I dream about soccer. I That's feel, not what Adidas stands for, but. <laughs> I only just found my exercise thing yeah and I'm like only just like getting it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Listen, 
Talon, did you know that exercising can be fun? <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. everyone has their own like everyone has activity. their own journey. Yeah. Um, okay, this is one thing that I thought was just I kept noticing that this movie has no reprieve, no holds barred for Jess getting fucked over by her parents. She does not get away with anything once. Every time she tries, there's not even one time where like, oh, hey, they missed it. I'm good. It's just like, no, as soon as she does something, the next scene where it's like, okay, can she hide it from her parents? No. Like not once. She just has the worst luck. Like they don't let, they don't even give her one pass in the movie to let like one thing get by. And she's like, oh, sweet. I got my cleats. Nope. As soon as she gets home, cleats get stolen. Like every single fucking time. Even like her sister, like, oh, I'll, I'll lie for you. Okay, thanks. Immediately, dad finds out. Like, it's just like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, there's fucking I know. It's nothing. really hard to watch. Because your dad sees it in the paper, you almost think, I at least almost thought like, oh, dad sees her in the paper. He's going to keep it from the mom. Nope. Immediately. Yeah. Fucking tells the mom. Like, I was, I think like, the oh the one thing like that she only she half gets away with one thing, which is her dad came to watch her play, but then it unfortunately happened like the game she got a red card and shit, and like it like reinforced all of his fears about his children playing sports. It was like the one day that like he fucking came, it was like a racist thing happened, and he's like, "This is what I was talking about." But he didn't tell the mom about it. Like, that's the only thing that she, like, half gets away with in the movie. (laughs) So this was my view of the movie. I'm like, I love how, like, she just refuses to give up. Yes. It's insane to me that her parents are still like, well, we can leave you home alone. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Because it's like every single time. I kept thinking that, too. I'm like, (laughs) how do you not immediately think, like, she's just going to go and do it? Because I mean, like, like, it must just be because, like, they work and, like, they can't, they physically cannot keep tabs on her. I was thinking it's, like, this must be the first time she's ever been disobedient in her parents' life. Like, in Mean Girls, when they're, like, you're, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, grounding. Right, right. <laughs> but it's, like, they're just, like, okay, we came down really hard on her, so this time she must have learned her lesson. And she's kind of immediately, like, nah, nope. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, perseverance. What a hero. I know. She's got that drive. I mean, and at we the got, end of the day. Drive, it's about power. Yeah. We got what we're about. <laughs> and at the end of the day, sure, like, the cutie Joe flirtation is a nice little bonus. But at the end of the day, it's all about being able to play soccer, man. She's just pursuing her dream. And she follows it all the way to America. And I'm so proud of her in the end. And I love that even though Jess and Jules start like fighting, and Jules is being honestly overdramatic. Like honestly, yeah. Jules. I mean, but they, again, they are teenagers. teenagers. <laughs> but in, in when it comes down to the sport, they're still passing to I each know, other. They don't let it get in the way of their game. They are still teammates on the field because they are. They take it seriously. Is it great? I, and I appreciate that. I really gotta know why is sit through ability only a six? It wasn't really holding me. Like, there's, like, not too much that was, like... I think, like, first of all, the pacing, like I said, just felt really off. That it just couldn't, like... I don't know. I was just kind of, like, uh, like angered by the movie. Well, not angered. That's too strong. 
No, that's too strong. Um, I was, I don't know, just kind of like not, I couldn't really like hunker down and just sit in it. Mm-hmm. Like it kept pulling me out. Um, and I just wasn't having the best time watching it. You didn't think like, also of, I like, hated the, the coach. Oh God. You didn't think it was funny? Yeah. All like the Indian moms. <laughs> what about- I did think it was funny. I These English the girls friends. have such short hair now. <laughs> Why did she take Jasmine's shoes? <laughs> I do. I, I liked the gay boyfriend. Oh, Tony. He was also like a homie. He, I like how, yeah, I like how he came out to her too. It was very cute. I think I, I think I wrote down like I love how he knows the way to come out to her is in the context of Beckham. <laughs> like she's like yeah, he's like I know. this is how she will understand. <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I guess you know maybe it wasn't a six, maybe it was a seven for me, but it wasn't. I don't know. It was. It was no. National treasure, you know? <laughs> well, n- not, many things are not, you know, <laughs> high bar. Um, um, also, okay, one thing I, I have to bring up that also brought down my scores was, so is is being Irish the same as being Indian? Um, because... yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a great it. comparison. Like, like, you don't yes. understand. He call, She called me a packy. You wouldn't even know what that's like. And he's like, Jess... I'm Irish. I know exactly what that's like. And you're like, <laughs> don't think I that's exactly the same thing. Imperialized by the same country or kingdom, whatever, but different, very different, different in the context some, of the modern day. For some reason though, like what I, maybe it's cause my brain was really just trying to like overcorrect this moment, but I, and also partially because his accent was kind of thick. When I was younger and like watching this movie, for some reason I thought he said, I'm Irish. Of course I don't understand what that feels like. And it was a joke. But then when I watched it again this time, I'm like, oh no, that's not what he says. Why did I think he said that? It was funnier my way. And also wasn't like a false equivalence my way. But like, I don't <laughs> Like, I think my brain was just trying to like correct, like, <laughs> politically correct that in my like, brain. As a child, your brain was like, it couldn't possibly it couldn't be. possibly be. He couldn't possibly be saying he gets it, right? <laughs> you know what? I actually do think I need to bring up my score a little bit for one thing and one thing only, and that is the fucking soundtrack. The yes! soundtrack is bangers after I, bangers. I Shazammed a song because I loved it so much. It is... Oh God! I hope I didn't lose it forever. Oh, Nori by Bali Sagu featuring Gunjan. It was during. It was one of the. It was during. Uh, the, the montage of like, I'm gonna be normal. It's my sister's wedding. Going through the motions. She's mm-hmm. just like. Was it doing the live her band? Cooking. Yeah. No, it was. It was like a. It was kind of like a. Uh, like an R and B drum beat. Oh yeah, I know. But then, I, I like know an Indian woman singing over it, and it was be- like, first of all, beautiful, and also just like it fucking slapped. Yeah. I 
I'm so bummed yeah. it's not on Spotify. Oh no! I'm so bummed. It's on YouTube. Honestly, so almost every it. single like Indian track on the soundtrack was like incredible. I loved the wedding song with like all the live singers. I was fucking jamming yeah. to that part of this of the movie. I was yeah. like, oh yes. Yeah. Grandma I was Sire. all over it. Were you also struggling with followability? No. No, I put. I, I think I, we both the put. The movie was pretty nine. straightforward. It was. Yeah, we both It was well written in that regard. I also so one thing I do want to say in defense of Joe, something that I don't think I ever really picked up on before that I did on this watch was I, other than his like relationship with his dad, I he really wasn't that like much of a bitter. Betty about his situation. Yeah. Like, he resented his dad for, like, putting him in a dangerous situation where he ended up hurting his knee, which I think, and I think, like, that is fair. But I think the entire time, his vibe was very much like, learn from my mistakes. I've been on, like, the bad side of this equation. And I'm, A, I'm not going to push you to where you're getting hurt. And I'm going to support you in what you want to do. And I, like, I feel like he was a really good coach in that way. He has, like, fully accepted that he's never going to play soccer again. And he's like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. And then also, and then at the end, he's like, you know what? I turned down the men's team. I'm fucking sticking with the girls. I think that was another thing where, like, I think, like, Jess said, like, he should be proud of coaching the girls team because he has a hang up about it because of maybe what his dad would think but he's like you know what no like we did really well this season and we're gonna see what's gonna happen next season I turned them down and I'm coaching the girls and I thought I just thought he was a good coach and and he wasn't like and he was like a he had a healthy mindset for his players this is totally non sequitur (laughs) the team has great body diversity which I appreciated yeah it was just like real human being bodies. So actually, all of those were real female soccer players. Oh, that's I awesome! I assumed because like there were so many. I'm like, I'm sure that like Kira Knightley and just Minda. Uh, I can't remember the. I don't. The I don't girl know. who played Jess. Like, uh, I'm sure they had body doubles, but like the rest of the team, it felt like they just found actual. But I bet players. you they. I bet you they learned a little bit. Yeah, because sure. there were some close up shots of like them doing training montages. Dude, and stuff. I never learned any footwork. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's one of my favorite fucking things to do is just do like a like a cool little move and like get around somebody and they're like fuck and you're like yeah that's right bitch. I, I've also <laughs> seen you do that with dogs lately. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially in indoor, because you can also play off the wall and do that. <laughs> I, I did enjoy this movie. I did think there were, like, maybe four too many montages. It was a tiny bit long. I did ship the couple. I thought they had very good chemistry. I thought the love was believable. I did cry at the end when her dad finally, like, is like, you know what? I let this, like, discrimination stop me from doing something that I love and I don't want Jess to be like that. Like, I want her to fight and it definitely made me tear up. Listen, that good, ending speech was very... I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, d- I did fall asleep at the last, like, 10 no! minutes. No! So you didn't see that after they fly away that Joe, nope. like, just casually chills with her dad and plays cricket? <laughs> Like, he's like, I'm I thought that no, was cute, too. I did not see that. Ray always misses, like, the last 
movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, Joe does an airport, like moment and is like look i know you're because she denies him she's he's like i'm not your coach anymore we can do this and she's like i'm going to america and i just got my parents on board with like soccer uh adding you into this equation is going to like send them over the edge and then he comes to the airport and is like you know what i don't care i want to be with you and she's like, like we can make this work and she's like and then they kiss, and she's like, okay, we'll talk when I come home for Christmas. But in the meantime, he's just hanging out with her dad and playing cricket <laughs> while she's off in America, like, living her best life and playing for Santa Clara. Santa Clara! Oh, my God, Santa Clara! <laughs> oh, my God, Jess and I are both going to Santa Clara! It's just going to be the pair of us! Can you believe it? <laughs> now, is that, was that Santa Clara in... In California? Yeah. yeah. So that's like right by where I live. Yeah. That's like <laughs> 10 minutes from where I work. Santa Clara University. That's like yeah. where a bunch, where one of my my good buddies slash coworkers also, just this graduated movie from last month. Had to have been filmed before 9 11. Yeah. Because they were like at the gate. <laughs> or, or it's because. Her dad worked at Heathrow and he just like got them in. But that doesn't explain Joe showing up, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. I guess we Do we have any ending arguments? I don't know. It was a fun time. It was a good movie. I would recommend. I love this movie. If you love a good soccer movie, it's a if good you love a, like a, a slight rom-com, if you like like a Stuck between two, two different worlds. If you really need a good, um, like, Indian representation movie. Yeah, and I know that it was written and directed by an Indian woman. She's who, in all the bloopers. And I think she also wrote and directed Angus Thongs and... Uh, Snogging? Snogging. I'm like, i trying to remember what the movie was called because I read the books and it was full frontal snogging and they, like, edited that out of the movie name because they thought it was too much. Those books were also hilarious. Um, anywho, I'm not changing any. I don't. I'm not changing any of my scores. I think all mine are pretty good. Yarg. Um, I only changed uh, a sit through from a six to a seven. All right. Bonus points. Bonus points. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll give a bonus to that song. That song Did, fucking rocks. I mean, I'm going to give a bonus point just for my general love of the movie, but I will represent it with the, at the end of the final game, Jess is going to make a free kick. It's going to be for the winning point, And she's hallucinating her family members standing in front, in between her and the goal. And just that whole imagery it's always hilarious and it's always fun. And there you go. That's my bonus point. Thank I'm giving you. a bonus point though. Love it. What's my score, baby gray? So <clears throat> the final score with the two bonus points comes to 79. Okay. Now, to give you context, Holland got an 81 on National Treasure, and before that, I had an 82 on Austin Powers. All right. All right. 
All right, how much? Um, am I, like, how much does Gray need to get now? Well, hold on. Like, what's the difference? Hold on. I'm just let's curious. Give, let's let's do some summary. He we'll only needs to get a 66 on his All next right, so movie. He's got to get a real stinker you. if I want to sit pretty. <laughs> well, let me tell you, that's basically all that's left. Um, <laughs> so some some trivia. Uh, Parminder Nagra, who played Jess, was worried that the scar on her leg would prevent her from getting the role. Instead, the scar and the story behind it were worked into the script. I was mm. wondering if that was a real scar. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Um, this was the first Western film allowed to be shown in North Korea. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Very random, uh, it feels like. Though their characters are roughly the same age, in reality, there's a 10-year age gap between Parminder Nagra and Kira Knightley. Oh, wow. I mean, I know Kira Knightley's probably like an actual teen in this movie. She was like 16 when this movie was being filmed. Yeah. And like yeah. 17 when it was released. Yeah. Um. Because she was, because wasn't she like 17 in Love Actually or 18 or something like that? And that was only like a year after this. I remember us being like surprised by her young age when we watched Love Actually too. Anyway, Um, sorry. Yeah, you're good. Much of this movie's plot centers around the main character's goal of going to the United States to play professional soccer for the Women's United Soccer Association. And highlight clips are shown of several of the league's superstars. On September 18th, 2003, just seven weeks after the movie's official U.S. release, the WUSA suspended operations due to financial problems. Ah, uh, bummer. So that sucks. And then, so this movie came out in 2002. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a 2002 movie. The last one we did was Mr. Deeds last oh, wow. September. Wow. So I am going to reprise some 2002 trivia um because this is only the third movie we've done and it's been almost a year yeah um the top song was lose yourself by eminem (laughs) um the big movies included spider-man lord of the rings two towers and star wars episode two attack of the clones wow Um, big year for franchises yeah seriously steven spielberg finally finished college after a 33 year hiatus (laughs) he turned in the schindler's list for his student film requirement Oh, right. I remember this one. Just as a a fucking big dick move. (laughs) Yeah. For that class. You know, Um, an original uh, work. (laughs) Dude. I know. Imagine, imagine (laughs) all of these like student, all of these students that are like turning in their low budget films to like get a grade to graduate. And then he's like, so I, I just shot this thing and it's a fucking feature film. Like, (laughs) Uh, oh, here's Schindler's List. Oscar oh, winner, fucking tearjerker to the max. And yeah. they're just like, fuck you, dude. If Anyways, I was the professor, um, I would have been like, excuse me, this clown says plagiarism. You did not create this as an original work for this class. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elmo from Sesame Street testified in front of Congress. Um, Iraqi's vice president suggested a duel between George W. Bush and Saddam Hussein <laughs> to be re- refereed by Kofi Annan as a way to settle their disputes without going to war. Um, this was the year that Michael Jackson dangled his son off of a balcony from a Berlin hotel room. Um, let's see here. Remember when Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley were married? No. Sorry. I've been consuming a lot of tangential, like, Presley content because of this new movie that's coming out. 
Oh yeah, I really want to see that. By the way, me too. Um, I saw, dude. I saw Top Gun the other day. Oh yeah, I I remember you telling me. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. I've been hearing such terrible things about it. What? I've literally not heard a single person who has seen that movie not like it. Oh. It is so good. And fuck your friends who say otherwise. Anyways. Also, Lady uh, Gaga was one of the composers of the score. And she has an original song for it. I haven't seen the movie, though, so I I can't speak to that. I mean, to be fair, I follow a lot of pretentious film critics on Twitter, so. Anywho, any other 2002 facts? The last one, uh, Winona Ryder was sentenced to three years probation. 480 hours of community service, $3,700 in fines, uh, $6,300 in restitution in order to appear in an Adam Sandler movie, Mr. Deeds. <laughs> why no forever? Just kidding about that last part. But that that's was a why meme this was in the Mr. Deeds trivia. <laughs> yeah, that was a meme I sent you guys. Um, well, that's it. Let me go get the the magic hat to Alrighty. pull my movie. All right. Okay. No cheating. I'm back. All right, so this is for Gray's next movie. You know, I hope you didn't take Big Red Candy Mountain out of this hat off camera. Isn't National Treasure technically still in it? Uh, I think so. All right, well, okay. he hasn't yelled anger, right. so it's not Big Red Candy Mountain. I chose, hey, I chose um, a movie that I picked. Oh, there are, no, are there only like two more of those? The Karate Kid. Oh, I've okay. Seen that movie. Okay. I don't think I I have not seen it in at least fifteen years, maybe more. I'm guessing it's yeah, I haven't like, seen it in a very Jaden long Smith. time. It's, it's the original, not the Jaden Smith one. Yeah, I've never seen, <laughs> and also not the Hillary Swank one. <laughs> I've never seen any Karate Kid media whatsoever. Um, if I I definitely have seen this one, but it was it has been a very long time. But everyone says they I like love Cobra this Kai. As as a, a second degree black belt in Taekwondo, this was a very this is oh, like yeah. my bend at like Beckham. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Wait, so if I watch this movie, does this mean I can finally figure out what Cobra Kai is and why everyone likes it? Probably. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Ooh. Well, next week we're watching. Well, I'm stoked because it's not fucking big. And it, yeah, and it, does, it is probably one of the ones left. One of the very few options left where you might get a decent score. Like it might get more than a 66, which is what you need to beat Allegra. God damn it! But I guess we'll we'll see next week. Um, Honestly, we're halfway through the year. I'm absolutely shocked we haven't done Big Rock Candy Mountain yet. <laughs> I am too. I feel like the universe is saving it for the end. This is fucked up. <laughs> I'm just like... So there's 12... Perfect. There are 12 movies le- left on the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's getting pretty thin. It's getting down. Um, it's so it's gonna be really interesting because we're gonna get through most of them, and then we're gonna have like a two month hiatus, and then there will only be three left <laughs> that we dude, have that to get be through. So much fun! I hope the last three <laughs> are, are wild. A fucking wild bunch of what movies. Are the three so what is left? Movies? I just Here, I know we, we I'll, summarize I'll it every week, but I, I think we should start summarizing it every week. Jesus. The movies that are left. Big Fat Liar, Bring It On, 
Jungle to Jungle, Aragon. Oh, wait, sorry, 11 movies left because I accidentally didn't unclick C-Spot Run. So there's 11 mm. movies left. Um, Aragon, Clock Stoppers, Jumanji, Little Giants, Dickie Roberts, Brandy Cinderella, Big Rock Candy Mountain, and Little Rascals. Did and you say Agent Cody, Cody Banks? Banks? Cause that's what we we had to replace something with Agent Cody Banks. So we have twelve left. We have twelve left. Oh, I don't I don't have that on there. Okay, Agent. Yeah, because we replace. What did we replace? Why did we have to replace the movie with Agent Cody Banks? Oh, it's because we couldn't find it to stream, right? We couldn't find something. We couldn't I find couldn't... a certain movie to stream. I already forgot what it was though. So what would be the th- so Big Rock Candy Mountain, Clock Stoppers, and like. Dickie, Dickie Roberts Rob- I, would I, maybe be the, th- or maybe Jungle to Jungle. I feel like Cinderella jung- might be really bad. I, no, Rob, that one's not gonna I be feel crazy. Like jungle to Jungle is worse than. Or no, it, no, 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 no. It's it would be though three wildest combo to have left would be Aragon, Big Rock Candy Mountain, <laughs> oh, and yeah, prob- and like Dickie. Clock Stoppers. I think. I think Dickie Roberts is gonna be worse than Clock Stoppers. Really? I do. I genuinely believe that Jungle to Jungle, Aragon, and Dickie Roberts will all be worse than Clock Stoppers. Wow. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll see. And obviously, bigger. Although, honestly, so like out of what's left, out of what's I left, feel like bring big, it on, bring it on, Big Fat Jumanji. Liar, Jumanji, Brandy Cinderella, maybe. Borderline. Little Giants could be a sleeper hit. I haven't seen it since I was little, though. Little so. Giants is either going to be a big nostalgia boom or a big nostalgia bust. Yeah. It's got Devin Sawa in it, though, so if I'm scoring it, that's going to count for something. So the guy um, with the board can identify our bodies. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so yeah, next week we are watching The Karate Kid. In the meantime, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Latchkey Sibs. You can also email us at latchkeysips at gmail.com. Please especially follow us on Instagram and make sure to check our stories every single Friday so you can vote on determining whether you can help reward us or take away a point from the movie we've defended that week. Um, it's a good movie this week, guys. Give me another point. Give me the 80. It's a really good movie. It's super <laughs> cute. Kieran and I, we didn't really talk about it as much, but like Kieran and I, and Jess, such good friends, very self-reported. I also, another thing that I really loved about Keira Knightley in this movie is that, like, she just sees Jess playing in the park, and, like, her team isn't even having tryouts. She just, like, takes the initiative and is like, this girl's really good. She would really help our team. I'm going to ask her to be on our team, and then I'm going to, like, finagle her onto the team and talk to her. Like, she's just a fucking go-getter. Anyway... That's the end of the episode. We're watching The Karate Kid next week. Gray's bend it like Beckham. We'll see what happens. Goodbye. Bye.